welcome to Hitty Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's with all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about what it's like living solo. You know what I feel like was false advertisement? 90s sitcoms about apartment living. (laughs) Two come to mind, the show Friends and the show Living Single. I really thought when I moved in with my friends, I would meet my next love interest in the building laundry room. It didn't happen. But then I moved to my own apartment and I thought, okay, I'll meet my guy here or maybe new friends in the building, right? Nope, didn't happen either. To be fair, I am the poster child for introverts and I don't even know my neighbors. I actually haven't even seen them, except the lady across from me. But she looks at me like she doesn't want any new friends, so I stay away. These shows had me thinking living single would be so fun. I'd be living my best solo life. Well, I guess to be fair, the shows are really about single life and dating and not about living alone. So let me change how I say that. It is the best, the living alone part. I guess the single part depends on what day you ask me. But living solo, that's everyday option number one. Again, maybe because I'm an introvert, but knowing that people are only in my space when I allow for it, that's the best. Also, maybe this is just a me thing, but knowing when I leave and I come back, everything will be how I left it. It's a guilty pleasure. I loved my roommates, but not going to lie. I don't know, maybe it's a sensory overload thing, but that gave me so much anxiety. Driving home and wondering, what would I walk into? Would no one be home? Would someone be home? Do they have guests over? And if so, how long will they stay? I left my book on the table. Will it still be there? I did the dishes. Will it still be done? Can I leave the lights off? Or am I even in a talkative mood? Wow, I am a mess. (laughs) But it's honest. When you're taking care of a house for your family, it's different. But when you're living with people you're not taking care of, you have to consider your space and what happens in that space is not your own. And that's interesting. So living alone for that reason also is great. I know what to expect every time I come back home. I mean, if I got married, I'd want one of those two houses connected by a hallway set up. (laughs) I'm sure there isn't a lot of them out there, but I've seen pictures, so I know they exist, and I want it. Having your space, even if you're partnered with somebody, I think is important. Not just for introverted types, but just for having your own space sometimes. But there are some downsides to living alone, though. One, if you like people around all the time, right, maybe you're an extrovert, 
or even if you don't like people all the time, it can get a little cabin feverish if you're not careful. Two, of course, as a solo person, especially female, solo living can be scary. Well, not scary, but needing extra safety precautions. I'll say it like that. I've mentioned before, I had to take a break with crime shows when I moved in alone. I won't mention my precautions here, just in case someone has any bad ideas, but ladies, buy the safety tools, the alarms, the legal weapons, the things you can use as weapons, cameras, and whatever else you need. And then hide them, but have them close by. Wink, wink. <laughs> and three, a downside to living alone is deciding if you should buy a life alert button. Okay, kidding, but not really kidding. If I wanted to, I could go days without seeing other people, and I'm fine with that. But if I got hurt at home, what if people thought I was introverting, but really I've fallen and I can't get up? See, I should get a life alert button. I think if you live by yourself, We've all had that moment when you almost got hurt and it was like, whoa, no one would even know. <laughs> I feel like I have those moments in the shower, a wet tub or a wet floor. It just takes one slip and fall. Sometimes I hear a dog barking or whimpering upstairs. And one of my first thoughts is, what if the owner lives alone and the dog is trying to communicate that they need help? How would we know? And then I hear footsteps. <laughs> then I realize I've watched too many movies and should probably mind my own business. But again, even with those concerns, I wouldn't trade it. Living alone, that is. Maybe I'll change my mind in the future. But for today, living alone means I can be as loud or as quiet as I prefer to be in that moment. It's freedom to explore my own style and preferences without having to consider somebody else. It's autonomy, it's independence, it's self-sufficiency, and honestly, it's quite empowering. And it's the safest space to get out of my head and breathe deep. The place where the mask comes off. Both the real mask, like makeup and having your hair done, who hasn't thought, I can't wait to go home and be ugly, right? But also the emotional mask of being who you're supposed to be and not how you really feel. No one knows you like the walls of your single living home. But maybe that's the real beauty of living alone. Not having to pretend. Just being. It's not necessarily a living single episode and I've yet to meet my Overton upstairs, but solo dwelling is my favorite life at the moment. Minus the rent, of course. So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. Living with friends is fun, but living alone is fun too. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow, and if you haven't already, find me on Instagram at Pod to say hi, 
send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye.